Welcome to the Author Blur Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Maynard, and today we're discussing divorce. So I'm talking with Jeremy Siegel, and we're discussing his two books. He has a memoir that discusses what he went through and what he dealt with through his divorce. And we also talk about his fictional book, After the Divorce, which starts off from, you'll hear in the interview, from his point of view, the things that he dealt with at the beginning of his divorce, and then leads into what could have happened, what should have happened, and all these things. I personally really did enjoy my conversation with Jeremy. He had a lot of interesting facts. So if you're watching the video of this, be aware. I don't know if we just didn't have the greatest connection or what it might have been. I mean, I'm in Virginia. He's in Washington. With today's technology, you don't think that would matter, but who knows? Either way, enjoy the conversation. If uh, if you're watching the video, hopefully you can get past some of the grainy and the glitchiness of the videos. But the points that he made for people going through divorce or dealing with a divorce, I think Jeremy is an excellent person to get into and listen to and work with to understand what he's trying to do to, to help men improve their lives, to be stronger, to be able to go forward. With that being said, I appreciate you being here. I always appreciate you being here. And I'm not going to keep taking up too much time. With So let's get right into the show. And remember, you can always go to authorblurb.com where you can leave me a voicemail, send a message through the contact us, find the authors that's been on, find authors that are coming on. There's a lot of things there. Take the time. You can even find Jeremy's profile there and enjoy learning more about him as well as all of the links for his social media, his books, and what so have you. So again, thank you. I appreciate you being here and enjoy. So I'm here with Jeremy Siegel. And on this episode of Author Blurb, we're talking about his two books. He has a fiction and a memoir. And, you know, Jeremy, I appreciate you being on. As I tell every author I talk to, it's always better for you to go into describing a bit about yourself because, one, I'm quite interested in the background considering both your books deal with divorce. So can you explain a bit about us and, uh, to us about your book, about you, and then we can go into our conversation? Yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Eric. Um, yeah, again, my name is Jeremy Stiegel. I am a... a, a a coach, author, and speaker in Seattle, Washington with Where the Change Happens Coaching. And a little bit about me was just my noticing patterns in my life behavior and in my relationships and doing work to address those areas that I was recognizing. I started writing about the process of what was I experimenting on, what was I trying, and the results it was producing. And as I continued to uh, the habit of writing and, and, and learning my craft, I started to get the feeling like I actually have something here that I can put into a book that would support people with developing new capacity and developing purpose and meaning in their life and areas that they might not be aware of. I thought that my process would support 
others on their journey as well to shed some light or just even provide a new opportunity to see something from a new context. So yeah, I got into writing fiction and nonfiction and uh, started my life coaching business to support the, uh, the process to create transformational change in people's lives where they see it's meaningful. All right. Now, what was, so you're a life coach and what made you decide to write two books about divorce? Yes. So again, my, my journey had really started with a divorce myself and recognizing that there were questions that I hadn't asked myself or had a conversation with my partner around and just noticing that we were in the marriage with two different sets of values and visions, I suppose, of what we wanted to create. But as we were in, engaging with each other, we were starting to butt heads on differences of opinion and differences of how to manage finance and how to be in relationship with family. And essentially that first year, like everything turned around from what attracted me into the relationship to all of a sudden I was feeling like, what am I doing here? Like, I didn't think about this. I didn't really clarify my own values. And I was just kind of doing what I thought that I should be doing. And my friends were all married and having kid number two and number three. So I went on a journey to figure out, well, if I'm the constant in all of my relationships, then this is an opportunity for me to address what is it that I'm bringing to the relationship or what patterns do I see and to educate myself around those areas or blind spots and to do something to shift my experience so that I can create the life of meaning and value that I really feel, felt fulfilled by. And um, I so I ended up working with a, a coach. I was working in a retail store at the time and one of my customers introduced me to a coach when he heard me talking about my experience and what I was thinking about doing. And when I um, was able to work with my first coach, really the response of finding out or deepening that purpose and meaning in my life, I he was asking me questions I hadn't thought of, but was also helping me start to move forward to realize like I'm onto something here, but I have to change my comfort. I have to change my environment and stretch my comfort zone and experience something new. So having his support on that journey to start to create new habits and move forward into moving from Des Moines, Iowa to South Florida and having his support of creating a vision for what I wanted to experience of life. It was inspiring me to, to take action. And then the action I was writing about and just the, the cycle started to feed itself. And then I started recognizing that whenever I would partner with a coach, that my res my results would 10x. It was like rocket fuel to what, what it is I was trying to create. And it just encouraged me to continue to seek that support when I was on the journey of creating change or shifting some something in my life. And it was just such a, an incredible experience that I recognize that this is also something that I have the capacity and ability in conversation with other people to support creating change in their life. And so I wanted to be able to find ways to connect with as many people as I possibly could, whether it's through writing or one-on-one, one-to-one coaching or group coaching. And the journey began with writing and with Where the Change Happens. All right. And Where the Change Happens is the name of your first book, correct? Yes. So, so my blog, the blog that I started in 2017 is also uh, called Where the Change Happens. And the, the, the blog became the first book, so it has the same title. Okay. And from what I understand of it, your book focuses on your first book, the memoir focuses on helping people understand how to build back, look at themselves for the relationship purposes and for self understanding as well, which, right. and it seems like from some of the reviews, it seems like you've done a good job in that book with helping people find that goal and work towards it. 
how much of that was written from personal research and personal effects versus researching different things to get those type of answers? You know, it was that the first book was all from researching on different areas that I was working on developing myself and putting together a structure of this is what you can do to start developing community or exercises to start developing values. And, and the books that I was reading that was inspiring those questions that I was asking myself were the catalyst for some of the chapters, um, such as like some Tony Robbins books or, or that sort. It was like, oh, I hadn't thought about like meaning in this, this way. And then just kind of that process of what I did and what the results were became the format for the first book and just really uh, connecting to community in a new area when you're moving moving and things don't go like the way that you want them to, what can you try and, you know, what's out there that you might not be aware of? All right. Yeah, so, I, I, but yeah, like two years later, I'm, I'm fascinated that people are continuing to find the book and that it is supporting so many people in so many different places that it's, yeah, it, it was one of those things I went to see what I could do on my own and to put it out there, um, self-publishing and it's connecting. All right. Now, let me ask this as well, because Usually when you're at the point of divorce, you're already past the point of reconciliation or improving yourself to try to fix a relationship. At least from what I've seen, most people at divorce level, they're not turning back in until they fix themselves. Do you see this as a tool for people that are having problems with the relationship before they get to the divorce area? It definitely be insightful to look at these different areas of developing values. But I think that this book would probably be best serving those who are already divorced and on that first, like, what do I do now? Like, how do I begin to start over and start to move forward and create new momentum and new progress? All right. So it's more geared for recovering, rebuilding, and building yourself yep. back up. Which, yes. I mean... I've had quite a few friends go through divorce and it can tear somebody apart very easily, even if you're the one that wants the divorce. So, I mean, it yeah sounds like a useful tool. Yeah. Yes. And this, the second book kind of deals more with the process of going through the divorce. Whereas this, the first book that I wrote where the change happens for me, that was, I was in the process of what do I do now? I had been a couple of years removed from the divorce and I had dated someone else and that's how I started to notice patterns in my own behavior but my mother passed as well too so I had this profound moment of of fragility of life and the context of time and how much time is going to be enough to live a lifetime or to connect with anyone so once I saw these repeating patterns and lost my mother and had this thought like there's never going to be enough time to have the life that I want now is the time to begin this and so that was the catalyst like okay what where do you begin and that became where the change happened in the book. All right. So let's go. You mentioned your second book, which is mm -hmm. a fiction book, which is after the divorce, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That's correct. Correct. So that there, it's a contemporary fiction book. So mm -hmm. let's start off with this because there's a wide range of definitions of what to expect out of contemporary books nowadays. What what do people get into with your book? Yeah, so with this book, you are 
you are in the thought process. You're in the conversations of the main character, uh, Joel Edmonds is his name, of recognizing that there's writing on the wall that the marriage is not going well and there's trouble in the horizon at work. And it's like, what do you what do you do? And you see him like taking actions, trying to show up to do the best that he can, but it doesn't work out. And he's trying to connect with friends to start his recovery and that doesn't work. And he's like, what do I do? So it, it is based around uh, like the scenario, like points that I had of realization that these are opportunities for me. And so in the story, you are seeing like, how does he end up meeting his coach? How are the conversations going with your divorce attorney? Like the conversations with your group of friends, of, you know, like, like the whole experience of, of that journey, what it could look like, but also how it could be supported through structures of support with coaching and and using, you know, reading books, listening to podcasts and, and, and utilizing tools that are out there to to see what reaction, what response that you can create in your own life from trying some of the exercises that are available. All right. So basically, it sounds like your fiction books taking people through a similar journey that you went through and putting it into a fictional setting and also using the tools that you discussed in your first book. So with that, where, when the book starts off, is it starting off as the guy's already getting the divorce? Is he in the midst of the divorce? Where does it start off? Well, I'd say it starts off the morning after like a, a, a transformational argument where it is abundantly clear to him that things are not well. And it's like that next morning you wake up and just kind of, you know, seeing him, uh, it starts off with a little bit of chaos of him, you know, trying to get to the store. He's late for work, but he's also like, he's got the thoughts of like this argument that he had, but he's also trying to show up for work and then just to see how the chaos of his life is actually going. So then you, you're kind of starting the story in the middle of all of the muck, of all of the, well, this is going on, wait, that's going on too. And to see like just how all the things that people could be dealing with all at the same time that you have no idea that someone is trying to show up and do the best they can, but they're also trying to manage all these things behind the scenes. The book starts with, there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes, but he's showing up to where his responsibilities are calling him forward to. All right. And does he really, what, so what sets his journey off in divorce differently than most people? Because a lot of people do deal with divorce and it happens in many different ways. What is, I guess, what is it that triggers his divorce that makes it different or draws the readers into it? Well, I think that the as you are recognizing the familiarity of the struggle and stress that is divorce, you know, you're seeing this individual doing the best they can. And, and I mean, that's, I think, the story and the journey of a lot of us is that when we're in this new experience we don't know where to begin and we don't know who to ask for help so we do what we can that we know to try to correct or solve or you know smooth out the the process and when what you know doesn't work then where do you turn to and you know for this individual he he values relationships and you know why he's managing his store and having these conversations with customers you know that's how it comes out that he's like well you know i know someone that 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 can help you out. I like you and you seem like you're a good guy. You know, but when you think that your friend certain groups of friends could be supportive of you, but 
they have responsibilities with their own kids or they're not necessarily a good model of behavior to be around or they're not exactly a, a healthy relationship to be attached to at that moment you know you're seeing you know you're seeing uh the seeing joel you know reaching out to his structures of support and he just doesn't have very many and i think that what really connects people is once he gets to that point of like actually having the first conversation with the coach and the questions that he starts to ask him it starts to immediately trigger like wait a second something might be here hmm i think i want to work with this guy and then it just continues because the, the questions that are the way that they're written in the story as they're in conversation you can apply them to yourself like what would i do in this situation and then it can start to support you with having some creative ideas of hmm possibility what what would I do in this situation? Or I wouldn't do that. I feel strongly I would do this instead. So it's to support bringing some triggers up that would open your eyes to what's available, but also to your natural response to what would you do in that situation? I think All right. that continues to connect to the human, the human experience. And as you can see that journey start to gain momentum, you catch up, catch on to that hero's journey. And it really, it really does take you for a ride. All right. Now, you mentioned Joel had customers in a store. What is a little bit about the main character, Joel? Is he is he owning the store? Is he just running the store as a manager? What's a bit about him? So, because yeah. for me, knowing the character helps me draw into the story better. Sure. Yeah. So, so Joel, Ed, Joel Edmonds is his name, and he's a retail store manager for a store I, I, I call Hank and Harry's Hardware. So a hardware store, he's got you know contractors coming in, he's got DIY mm -hmm. customers coming in. So he's interacting with the community. He's got a staff of you know, associates, whether they're helping with you know stock or running transactions, people are hired or quit. So you know it's really, you know, Joel's managing a store and he just got promoted. And as he just gets promoted, all these things are starting to go wrong on the other side of his life personally at home. And as he's starting to try to figure out his own leadership in the store, he's having difficulty leading his team and having an employee that's causing quite a bit of drama and challenge in the store. So he's looking for support from his district manager. He's looking for support for his personal relationships. And it's just piling up on him. But he's getting support the best that he can from other coworkers, um, other customers. And it's just like his community of people, they kind of, they lay these little nuggets that end up leading him forward on his journey, whether it's meeting the coach or, you know, some other things that will happen in the story that really move him forward the way that he wanted to. But you see how all these different pieces in his community come together with these little nuggets to really lead him forward to, to create change and how he catches on to his own purpose and meaning and starts to see a new possibility for himself that he gets excited about and leans into. All right. So it sounds like he's going through all this drama, all this type of different things. Where's the book? Do you have a realistic setting or is it in a fictional town? Yeah, so it's it's based in Des Moines, Iowa. That's where I was when I was experiencing my divorce and, and running my own store. So it's it's based on that community, in, in that community, that area. But it's not specifically the store or the same people. You know, all of that stuff has been changed to, you know, for the sake of, of, of telling a story. But you know, and to honor you know the humanity of people doing the best that they can as well too. All right, now here's a quick question out of curiosity. So I know, like mm -hmm. when I wrote my books, I wrote with little the little 
things that I did when I was a teenager, things like this. Mm-hmm. And I just expanded it, blew them out of proportion, made it into a big, big thing. And mm-hmm. believe me, I would have never came close to half the things in my book. Some of the stories yeah. did happen, but the majority of them completely blown out of proportion. But with that being said, how much of in your book is close to home versus fiction? Yeah. Yeah. So the story is 16 chapters and I would say probably the first two or three are most closely resembling my life experience. But as you continue into the story, it gets less about my life experience and more of the actual story telling itself and writing itself and the characters developing themselves. All right. So as so yeah, just a couple of a couple of chapters. Yeah. So at the beginning, the character the character Joel is building off of your off of you in a sense, but then becoming yeah. a completely character of his own, his own personality, thoughts, and this and that. What I guess here's one thing is, did you see anything different or any different thought process in your life as you wrote what happened with Joel? Did I see anything different in my life writing his character? So in the sense well, was, think... so in the sense was your life, like you've experienced everything that you wrote, but you took Joel in a mm-hmm. different direction than you went is how it sounds. Yeah. In doing that, yeah. did you see some differences in comparison of what you re- wish you would have done or things that you wish would have been better or worse? Yeah, you know, I, I, I wrote him, you know, from a, a place of hindsight and taking accountability for what I brought into this space. So mm-hmm. I think he's written from the perspective of taking action sooner than I did um, to own his own his part and to acknowledge like his values and to start acting on that. It took me a little bit longer of the process to to find that support and to to acknowledge that what I brought to the room was was part of why the relationship went went the direction that it did. So yeah, yeah, I, I just say that he was he was taking action a lot sooner than than what I was doing. And um yeah, yeah, I think that is, is the, the primary thing. All right. Yeah. So with a lot of it was like what would I what would I do in this situation now knowing what I know? Like or if I really messed this up, like, what if, what if I did it like a little bit worse than how it actually happened? So I tried to stretch, you know, the edges, you know, when it came to that regard. All right. Understandable. So what about the coach? Because forgive me, I'm not familiar with divorce coaches or life coaches that focus on getting your life back after a divorce. That's a completely new concept to me. And I found it interesting that that's, something you discuss quite a bit so in both books you talk about having a coach so can -hmm. you go in a bit about the benefits and how that works between your memoir and in the fiction that if there's a difference or how it played out for you yeah in the first book it's not like actually the conversations with the coach and how they're interacting with their client Whereas the second book after the divorce is that behind the scenes look at what is, what is a coaching process like? What does a coaching session actually look like? 
Like how do they begin? How do they engage and interact with each other? And then how does Joel move forward after the, the session? And like what actions is he taking on? So like working with a coach, you know, it's a, a co-creative process where we're collaborating all on what is it that someone wants to create or what is their intention that they want to realize and supporting them on that journey so that they're not alone on coming up with new methodologies or new processes. You can have an idea of like, what if you try it this way or what, you know, seeing, seeing something from a different context or perspective can sometimes shed a light or spark an idea to, to try something. And then whether you did, whether it worked or didn't produce the results you wanted, you know, coming back with the coach and saying like, this is what I took or this is the actions that I took, you know, this is how I, how I felt about it. This is the place that I want to come from when I'm moving forward into the next thing or how, how I want to iterate on, on this idea and really just, you know, finding that accountability of in a week, my coach is going to ask me if I took action on doing this thing that I said that I was going to do and am I going to do it or, or am I not? And if not, then having a conversation around why did you not do what you said that you would and what was important to you and what you came to coaching saying that this is what you want to create and keeping us focused on the focus on the guide rails of going that direction and not letting triggers come up of survival mechanisms, scarcity and lack and fears. You know, just human experience coming up to, to block our progress. Because, you know, for one of the things I've learned in coaching is that what got us here won't get us to that next spot. So that winning strategy of doing things always this one way, it always works. I always win when I do it this way. But sometimes that can become the barrier to something transformational, that breakthrough that what you want to experience in coaching. So for me, working with coaches and why I want to write these books is to, to share that we can have a strategy of what works for us. We can know that, okay, I'm having a tr uh, struggle, but, and reach out to my network, reach out to my friends, get support. But if you do that and you don't start to notice that, that change or that shift, and you still feel like there's a wall up and you're feeling defensive still, like what else could you do? Some people, feel comfortable just reading a book and you know seeing what's in there like oh yeah okay maybe i'll try that or reading a book and oh I, it's, it's so fascinating i i'm out of my head i'm into this new experience and this is what's possible and what i can do and you know moving forward into, into the world or, or if someone wants to sit down and say listen now's the time enough is enough i want to shift but i know that at some point something's going to come up that's going to stop me and i need your support to keep me moving forward can we do this together and as a coach, to stand for what's possible for someone to believe that they can actually create it and walk with them on that journey, it's absolutely profound and incredible and such a fulfilling experience for myself. And I can only imagine for other coaches. But I want to highlight coaching globally as far as I can to let people know that, that there are people out there in the world that are coaches that want to support you, whether it's after divorce, whether it's in business, you know, developing a habit, a skill in sports, whatever it is, like there's someone that wants to support you, your journey so you can have what's most important and most valuable and meaning in your, meaningful in your life. And that is why I'm writing these books. All right, which makes sense because, like I said, it does sound like you discuss quite a bit about the the coaching aspect in both books and the fiction book after the divorce. It sounds like you focus a little heavier on the coaching side of it. So is, I guess, is the whole is situation of going through the divorce dealing with a coach is that what led you into coaching and led you into writing this or what was it that set the trigger off for you to start doing all this yeah it was it's 
it was a long journey. I grew up playing ice hockey. And um, at one season when I was 18, I was playing in Banff, Alberta. And my hockey team had a peak mental performance coach. And I had never experienced anything like that at 18 years old, my first time away from home. And having a coach specifically talking about visualization exercises and what you want to create in the future and working towards that, it really was something that was just so inspiring for me. I was a psychology major once I went to college because I, I love human personal development and human nature, but something about like that creating possibility in the visualization, it, it was just in the back of my head of something that I wanted to do. I just knew he was a coach, so I was telling people that I want to be a coach eventually. And when I was, as I was graduating you know, from, from college, I realized I didn't want to be a therapist. That wasn't the type of support that I necessarily wanted to lend. But again, I was always like, something with coaching. And then as uh, my journey you know, out, out of school led me to working in retail and whatnot, I had kind of fallen away from coaching until I gotten promoted to management. And that was when I was like, okay, well, I need support. And I started hearing about podcasts. It was about 2016 or so. So they were starting to get very popular. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to podcasts at, uh, about like personal development and read the books that the guests were writing and implementing that into my life. And that became how I started writing and and well, it was also part of how I began writing. And is when I moved from Des Moines, Iowa to South Florida to stretch my comfort zone and test my skills and ability as a salesperson and just in general to transform my life. I moved to Florida telling people I wanted to be a coach. And they're like, well, you can coach hockey teams locally. I'm like, I don't <laughs> think that's really what I want to do, but I want to do I... something with coaching. I just, I don't know what. And as I uh, started uh, going to personal development events live and seeing like Tony Robbins in person and seeing different experiences, I started hearing of different programs that had a coach involved and, you know, sign up for one of these programs that has, you know, these different immersive experiences to help me in these areas that I wanted support around. I just happened to have a coach that came along with the package that I had purchased. So I had someone accountable um, for six months and we spoke every week and it was like, what do you want to do? Like, oh, I really want to start a blog and I want to write a book. And so I had a coach that was there as I was taking these new steps forward and stepping into, you know, fear and the unknown. I had that support of someone to talk to about what it is that was coming up and being able to break down, you know, things that weren't true. That was just stories that were in my head that I was making up or making my own barriers. He was able to help me with moving forward with that. And as I moved from South Florida to Seattle and he helped me with figuring out, like, why do I want to be in Seattle versus Florida? And little things what I not think about that I I would overlook and you know it's like what would you overlook I don't know you know having someone who's there in that process to start to get the moving or the momentum forward it was again it was 10x rocket fuel and so when I moved to Seattle and I wanted to publish my second book I'm like well I want to write I want to write conversations I want to write fiction I've never done that before so I'm going to hire a writing coach and so I reached out to an author I'd met and asked him about if he knew anyone who could support me. And he introduced me to a writing coach and my writing coach in- introduced me to the coaching program. And then I ended up um, working with my writing coach and doing the coaching program at the same time so that the book would be as authentic as possible to what coaching was, but to what my story was that I really wanted to share. And at the end of the day, I knew I wanted to be a coach once this book came out. So that's why I did it all at the same time. And then once the book was published, I shifted into into coaching. All right. Now, usually how the books, how they sound like to me is they sound like they're trying, both of them sound like they're trying to put out a message, message 
of one kind or another, something that they're trying to teach people. And I have a feeling I understand what the message should be from both of them overall. But instead of me guessing and trying to put words in your mouth, really, what are you looking to tell people or help people to, with the memoir and then the fiction book as well? Yeah, that your vision for the future, it's possible. Like, if you say it's possible, it's possible. If you say it's not possible, it's not possible. But if you were willing to step into the unknown, just outside your comfort zone, there are structures to support you on that journey so that you're not doing it alone. So you don't have to understand the whole picture of how am I going to do this at the very beginning. It's a process. And if you take your time and just immerse yourself in the process and connect with a, a coach that resonates with what it is that you want to create, that you can accelerate your progress to creating that thing a lot faster than doing it on your own. All right. And then, so let me ask this as well is what, I guess, what do people expect when they read your fiction book after the divorce? Do they, what kind of mood do you, because some books you read to be put into a good mood. Some books you mm -hmm. read just to feel angry or to get that sense of emotion yeah what what kind of emotions do you think people would get off of your after the divorce book a sense of inspiration of of insp inspired perseverance of seeing someone who's gone through so much crap and mud and 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 ugh, what do i do now but not giving up and to feel inspired like if keeps getting up, keeps asking for support and, and stretching his comfort zone. Like, where can I do that in my life? Like, it's totally possible because it, it's not like you have to swing the bat and hit a home run. Like, base hits do add up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, with that being said, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want to say, again, I've enjoyed listening and finding out more and more about your books. If somebody wants to find more about you, I have all the information you've provided me on authorblurb.com, which has your web your website, has your profiles for LinkedIn and I think Instagram on it, along mm -hmm. with other links to find your books. What is the best place for people to find you? The best place for people to find me would be at wherethechangehappens.com. That's where my blog is hosted and it's got links to the instagram to the books and uh to the coaching opportunities for one one-on-one -on -one and group coaching as well where the change happens.com perfect and that will be in the show notes so people can reach out to you there and it sounds like you have a plethora of information to be able to help people on several different topics especially divorce so hopefully anybody that's about to go through it or is going through it they reach out to you with that being said i'm gonna end the conversation for everybody else but if you can hold on for me for just a moment i'd be quite appreciative you can go to authorblurb.com where there's plenty of stuff there for you to find enjoy another author enjoy finding that book that you love so take the time do me a favor share subscribe enjoy the show and tell others thank you